a pimp named Slim. That was Vince, right? No, that's Slim Jim being like, get the fuck out of this company, bitch. Oh. <laughs> no, that was Slim Jim, Slim Jim saying, get the fuck out of this company, bitch. How about you snap your ass that was on good. out of here? <laughs> snap into this, motherfucker. <laughs> Reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events, Dirty Dina Studio presents Sea Space City. Starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome to the Sea Space City Podcast. It is I, the Podfather Brian, here in the Dirty Dina Studio, and joined via satellite by the real stars of this show, Alan and Ricky. Ricky, how you doing? Hey, buddy? what's up, bro? Didn't expect you to come to me first. <laughs> every time, every time I come to you. <laughs> Oh, you're like, oh shit! I wasn't. Would ready. you ever take a date out on a train? I saw, I saw on TikTok some dude took a date out on the subway. He just had like a a whole dinner table ready to go on the subway. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty smooth. If you can pull, I thought that it was kind of cool. It's like a, it's it's really unique. It's interesting. Right? Like it, it's a yes, story. It gives you a story to tell. What did we hear when we had a woman on? She wanted one stories. stories. And then always the rom-coms, they always have like the uh, nice little meet cute. And you always have like a great story. Like our first date, he took me yeah, on the subway. Absolutely. Like we had a bum on there who was trying to like bug us. And try, he was just sticking his hands into our, <laughs> into our <laughs> leg and everything. But overall, it was actually he kind of fun. Stuck something neat. into the beef wellington. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Became a bum Wellington. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> oh, oh, oh! <laughs> We're talking about a bum Wellington. Jesus, Al. <laughs> We're talking about a bum Wellington, and Al's like, oh, oh, ah. <laughs> yeah, everything froze on me, so I was wondering what. Uh... What I was gonna have to do here, but uh, yeah, you're still good. so what's funny is you're that yeah, you're not money. frozen on our screens. <laughs> I say he that freezes. and he freezes. <laughs> we can still hear you though. <laughs> that that, that magenta max is more like a magenta mid. <laughs> magenta maybe. <laughs> A magenta, maybe. Yeah, no kidding. Will it work? We'll see, bro. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe it will. Maybe it don't. Sometimes it is good. Sometimes it is shit. That, that 5G is how many times you're going to say, God damn it, this isn't working. <laughs> Jeez, what's wrong with my internet? <laughs> you use it as you can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Don't abuse it. I mean, what is this, 2002? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I, I'm I, talking all I this shit, pretty, and I guarantee you, amounts, but... karma's going to get me, and I'm going to have a disconnection yeah. at some point yeah. during this. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Al, how are you doing, buddy? Well, I mean, today was a pretty long day. You know, I had a little good blowout, so I had to spend... Uh, 
four hours, five hours getting that fixed. So that was how my morning went today. How's your hey, morning, Hey, get AAA, guys? buddy. Yeah. Like, it's like 10 bucks a month. <laughs> I mean, he was rocking. Oh, no, for sure, for <laughs> sure. I had a, I had the rent a car roadside assistance okay. and all that, okay. so I had to wait for them to come okay. do all okay. that Okay, very good. Jeez, Louise, you had, a, you had a day. <laughs> Man. It was, a, it was a pretty good adventure, I'd say. You know, what what you got to do is stay calm, cool and collected, and just immaculate vibes. Hey. On, you know? <laughs> just know that it happened already, and you know what? You just got to fix it, and that's the best hey, thing. Hey, that's what do. I say about it. It's not, it's not about you hoping know? that bad things don't happen uh, to you. It's about hoping that when bad things do happen, you're strong enough to make it through, bro. <laughs> So I'm glad that you you said Immaculate Vibes. Well, I'm glad that Al said Immaculate Vibes because Pat McAfee, during the Rumble, mentioned the vibes are immaculate. I noticed that. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) We're listening to Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee is listening to us is the way that I like to think about it. (laughs) Hopefully. Listen, Pat, we'll do cross-promotion. I mean, the dozen listeners we have, they've probably heard of you. I think I can. <laughs> hey, I think I can do a solid job. I've seen you guys on those sideline reports for the uh, college football. I think I can be one of the five dudes, six, seven dudes that are hanging out there. I think I'd have some interesting stuff there. <laughs> so, I, I do have a couple things to report on the immaculate vibes oh, yeah. front. Um, so it's been a mixed bag of a week. <laughs> mixed bag of a week. Um. Got into the gym a couple times, including uh, yesterday when uh, Alan joined me in the gym. Whoop, whoop. Alan, yeah. Alan has Got the advantage um, that he can walk to the gym and it's actually feasible. <laughs> so he got his cardio in. Oh, very the nice. Very nice. Gym bros. So, like, gym he, bros. Yeah. He rolled up as I was finishing up my, my treadmill time. So we got right into the lifts, knocked out some chest and back lifts, uh, felt pretty good about ourselves. So definitely some uh, immaculate vibes there. Um, try and work out going tomorrow. Uh, you know, we'll see because I do have to work till six in the evening. So it's it's going to be getting a little bit on the later side of things. And that gym fills up like we went early because I was off yeah. yesterday. So we went relatively early, and by the time we were done, like, every treadmill was <laughs> occupied. I was like, man, that's the problem with trying to work out in the evenings. Everybody's Everybody to else is trying to. Everybody's trying to hit that post-workout, yes. work man. <laughs> so, I also have a non-immaculate vibe, but... I'm going to couple it with a hopefully immaculate Okay, vibe. okay. So, um, boys, I was a failure today. <laughs> oh. Last night. What happened? Last night, Alan, you knew about this because I, um, I was down to the end of my tobacco supply. Oh, um, no. As of Sunday, I ended up stretching it into, into Monday, yesterday. And, um, so last night, like 10 o'clock, that's it for me for tobacco, right? Uh-huh. 
I'm like, all right, I'm ahead of the deadline because I know if I buy more, I'm going to end up past the February 1st deadline I set for myself. Okay, okay, okay. So you're trying to stop. So I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah. And so I got up this morning. I felt great. Absolutely great. And I go to work. And a couple things happened that kind of got me agitated. And I'm already, you know, I'm starting to feel a little edgy. Mm. And I I was able to take advantage of the fact that I didn't need to be there more than a couple hours. I just had to knock a couple things <laughs> nice. out. Okay. Because cause I started to get some real opinions and was starting to drop. Like, I was ready to start dropping some real honest reviews of some things. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to leave. What is this, T-Mobile? <laughs> like I, I was, I was not having it. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I also went and bought a pack of smokes. So I uh, and uh, burned through most of yeah. them already. Yeah. Um, I just like. I, 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 you're punishing yourself. You're you're, you're going to finish them all before the before the first. So that way you stop. Um, so go ahead and finish your pack, Brian. Right? Go ahead. It was, uh, but after the first, you know, no more cigs, man. Right. That's what I have to do. But I'm going to have to find something gum, gum and uh, gum and good vibes. That's We're doing it. I'm going to have to find some something. Else. You need to find something gum. Maybe you need some sin pouches. I'm gonna have to find something to kind of curb those cravings and take that. You try some away. yoga, buddy. Five minutes. Five I minutes mean, I can't morning. do I'll... I can't do yoga in the middle. I of know, the day. but like if you, I think if you do it early, <laughs> I mean, you can. People would just look so at if you, you do it. I think if you do it um, early, as you like wake up, you know what I'm saying. Just try like five minutes, five ten minutes, or something like that. Find like some really mellow music. Maybe I always do is. I do it to like classical music and shit like that. They have a lot of great classical uh, playlists on online or on Spotify. They have one called uh, Classical mm, yeah. Bangers that I always listen to. It has a bunch of like you'll you you'll notice a bunch of the tracks and stuff. Um, yeah, just uh, try it like five ten minutes. You know, in the morning when you wake up, just cut everything off, cut that music on. Like, uh, close your eyes for, like, five, ten minutes. The first few times that you're doing it, like, your mind's going to wander. You know what I'm saying? It's not – even the first month, the first while that you do it, you know, your mind's going to wander like yeah. a son of a gun. But if you try and put your mind right back on, like, just focus on the music or something like that. Find one thing to, right. like, focus on. I think it, it might help you out a little bit. Just try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I did um today. I did a almost two and a half mile walk nice. uh, with Vestine. That's good, so, dude. you know, a- after I'm ripping through a pack of Marlboros, I'm I'm taking a two and a half mile walk because you know balance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, my lungs, um, but yeah, hey, no, if my lungs are black, but they have a good uh, if I have good lung capacity to them, but they're black. Hey, you know, it helps out a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, going to go into tomorrow full of hope again, you know, and try and just get through it. So I I just, I know that the the physical addiction and the stress response 
parts are going to be the yeah. tough parts. Yeah. A lot of the, I think the smaller um, stuff too, like just like, um, like having your hands with something, you know what I'm saying? That's what they talk about. Like just, yeah. just having something in your hands or like, you know, like you said, gum. I was going to say you having something in your mouth, but I was trying to stay away from that. <laughs> but yeah. Like, gum, I mean, uh, listen, I know, I know I'm going to have to have yeah. gum. Like I have, you know, I need to be doing something with my mouth yeah. at all times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of classical bangers. <laughs> oh, hey now. Oh. <laughs> Help a man get out, get off his cigarettes, please. Give me on. something to do with my hands, baby. Something to oh, do with my mouth. Be, uh... He needs something to do with his hands and something to put me, in his mouth, please. The ABC with my tongue. <laughs> what are you <we> doing? <laughs> As... That might work better than Nicorette gum right there. <laughs> I'd, I, I'd quit smoking weed if that was the case. <laughs> if I could get all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm good. <laughs> oh, well, you know, they have the, that, more, probably. <laughs> there's always there's always those guys who say, man, all I needed to kick those, those habits was the love of a good woman. Well, now I guess I understand what they're saying. <laughs> then you stress about it, but then you stress about other stuff. So <laughs> I guess, I don't know. <laughs> you stress about, does she like me today? Is she oh, going to talk to me today? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> So yeah, it's been a mixture on the vibes, but I'm trying to I'm I'm working toward immaculate. Always process, working toward bro. immaculate. It's always that's, a process. That's the thing. Got to keep that process. It's a goal, going. not it's a journey, not a destination. Because once you reach absolutely, peace, absolutely, once you reach peace, you're, you're gonna have to find it again, over and over, and you know. So it's a journey, yep. bro. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, I posted something today about, you know, overthinking. That's probably my biggest, uh, biggest I problem. I do that same thing, bro. Do that exact same thing that you know, you're talking about. Just the over-analysis of things that are said and things situations. that are said. Most of the situations yeah. are dumb. It's like most of the situations yep. you're like, oh, why did I, why would I have said that? And then, and then like the other, the person that you said it to is probably not even thinking about that. You know what I'm saying? But you just overthink it over and over. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. It's, it's that spotlight syndrome. Um, um, they they have a term for it. It's called the spotlight syndrome. Like where human beings always think that like whenever you're in a room, everything that uh, people are thinking about you way more than they actually than they actually are. So they're not right. thinking about you. They're yeah. thinking about what did I say to you? You know what I'm saying? Or they they're going through their own right. They're going through their own uh, little stuff as well. So you know, yeah. Well, and I think some of that also is helped by you know communication is Huge. a big thing. Huge. Like, so I say that because I I had a conversation with a friend of mine, um, a couple weeks ago, and it was it was a difficult conversation. Yeah. Um, it was. It was good because it kind of helped reaffirm what I needed to be working on. But because of that, it was a, it was kind of an uncomfortable conversation. You know what I mean? And, um, 
after that conversation, you gotta go through I, hell I reached to get out. To heaven. <laughs> right. And, you know, it was, it's one of those, I appreciate the hell out of this friend for being as honest with me as she was, because it was not easy to be yep. that honest. Um, and afterwards, I, I reached out to her like a week later to thank her for that. And didn't get a hold of her and um, didn't hear from her for like a week, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, That's well, it. she wasn't pleased about that. Like, she just hates me now because I, you know, had that conversation with her or whatever. Finally, we talk and she's like, yeah, no, I thought you hated me after that conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's like, meantime, yeah, we both just thought the other one was just hating us it's that it's that meme of like like, the guy and the girl laying in bed together when she's like oh i wonder what he's thinking about i wonder if he's thinking about like cheating on me or something like that and then it sees his thought bubble i wonder if she's thinking about cheating on me you know what i'm saying it's the exact same thing you know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah so i mean communication's a big thing to to that i think helps with that type of deal but you know, you gotta you gotta find people you can communicate yep. well with, and um, so yeah, there's Brian's psychology corner for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our wheelhouse, fucking sporting, sporting. shenanigans. <laughs> so, um, let's just do a quick run through, um. Let's see. Adam Silver got an extension. Al, you want to talk about that a little bit? Because I think you probably pay the most uh, attention to the NBA. Yeah, it's all I come across my ticker. But, you know, as much as uh, uh, I am a good uh, sportscaster, let me see. Adam Silver. Extension. Yeah, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. He's been doing a pretty good job. Um, he's gotten a lot of like easy layups. Like whenever he first came into the NBA, he had the Donald Sterling thing, which people gave him credit for. But like, I felt that was like the easiest thing to do. Just try and get rid of Donald Sterling. <laughs> but like, yeah, the NBA, Wait, one of our earners is racist. Let's yeah, get him out yeah, of here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Adam Silver. Yeah, no hey, no problem. Uh, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the, take the, such a brave stance. <laughs> How brave of you. How brave of you. <laughs> so I, I don't think it's finalized yet, but it, it is going to be a multi-year extension that should take them past 2029. So you're looking at at least a five to seven year contract coming up. Um, so it's still not finalized per se, but I mean, by the time this comes out, you know, it'll be out there. It'll be out there how, how long he's signed for or whatever. The NBA has been doing a great job. They've been making a lot of money. They implemented like an uh, in-season tournament that ginned up a lot of like early interest into the NBA, even though like the winners of the tournament kind of suck now. So it's, it just tells you the ebbs and flows of how long an NBA season is and stuff like that. So this one, this one's not, it's not shocking. Like typically you'll stick around like as a commissioner, like Roger Goodell as well. Like unless you have like any real scandals or anything like that, as long as the as long yeah. as the you work for the owners, that's what should always be known. You work for the owners, so as long as the owners are making money, um, they're happy with you being there. You're not even if you're not the reason that they're making money because like 
you know, you, you just make money with the NFL. Like people, you put on an NFL game and people will watch. You put on an NBA game and people, uh, to some degree, will watch. You know, but the but <laughs> not as much as the NFL is what I'm trying to say. But they have been. But there's so many yes, more of them. Yes, they have been making so they have been making like a lot of money in the NBA. But this is it's um he hasn't had any big scandals, so it, yeah, it makes sense that right. this would happen. We're making money. Go Absolutely. ahead and stay with what you got. You know. Absolutely. And then um, the, the Rockets nailed L.A., Al. Uh, tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, the, the Rockets actually played a, a game last night against the Lakers, uh, who Ricky said, you know, in-season tournament champions. Uh, they're kind of struggling lately. And your boys, the Rockets, they're still mid-table, but, you know, they're slowly chugging and turning. They're, they're pulling this uh, rocket ship out of uh, the bay and putting it into orbit slowly, you know. Hopefully we get some lift off. You know, rumor has it we we might be able to go to a game here soon, boys. So if, if you guys are open to maybe a week game, hey. I got to I got to I got to work it out. I got to work it out. We might have a little space city trip. Oh, are we you know? talking oh, about yeah? free tickets here? My favorite uh, kind. We'll see. I have to see. I have to see. I hope so. I I, I do have to. I've actually up my never guys, been to an says. NBA game. I've never been to. Yeah. Really? I, I, I'm not, oh, I've been to. I think I went to a Nuggets game, but uh, you how, know, uh, what, I just, uh, how am I the only one on this podcast that's been to a Rockets? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I just and 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 it's funny because I went to a Rockets game like six years ago. <laughs> Like James Harden and was bad. <laughs> oh, I'm well, the one that's the least interested in the NBA, and somehow I don't I actually watch. I watch like I watched last night. I think the Suns and uh, the Kings or somebody were playing last night. <laughs> so Elliot's parents had season tickets yeah. for years, so that made it easy to get okay. to one. Because Elliot just yeah. calls me and says, "Hey, I'm picking you up in ten Makes minutes." Sense. I am going to try and go to one pretty soon. I do want to try and go to one this season. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking at tickets recently to see Space uh, yeah. City and get to a Rockets game. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, listen, we, we had this whole thing. We were going to renew our uh, vow to see Space City, and I feel like we just shit all over it the last couple of weeks. <laughs> it's, a, it's a process, well, right? It's the start of the process, year, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> Not, I nothing mean, big happening right now. What are you going to go watch, the Nutcracker? Come on. <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind going to see the Nutcracker. I'll see the heck out of yeah. Space City. It's just he's driving around all day. <laughs> hey, I did see Space <laughs> yeah. City. I, saw, I went to uh, Lotus Seafood. I got some Lotus Seafood there. In, in oh, yeah. It was fantastic, by the way. It was wonderful. My father got the trout. He said that there were little bones in the, in the little trap. So you might have to, I mean, fish come yeah, with bones. So you might have to watch out on that. But I was like, I mean, you typically eat tilapia, so it's probably going to be a little different. So, but yeah, I got the uh, loaded the loaded pack, and I've also wanted the uh, catfish nuggets for a while. And yes, it was okay. It was very, it was very good. I'm thinking about. I'd been thinking about going to uh, loaded seafood for quite a while. Then I went to go see uh, the Zone of Interest. And then I went to go, uh, then I got Lotus, and yeah, Lotus was wonderful. Zone of Interest was great, too, but, you know, it's a, I don't, I don't know if we actually want to talk about that movie on this podcast. <laughs> I know nothing okay, about it. So, like, I mean, hey, it might be interesting. Give us a little bit okay, of Okay, so it's a, it's a very artistic movie. 
It's about um, a common, the commandant for like the Nazis who lived right okay. outside of Auschwitz. Yeah, he lived, like, his family lived right wow. outside of Auschwitz. <laughs> this movie is kind of like a, a slice of life movie in that like it's not really plot driven. Nothing really happens in a movie. Like this is the type of movie that you'll watch for like an hour. There's a whole hell of a lot happening in the background. Yes. Though. Exactly. That's what this movie is artistically. It's a real scream of a time yes. in the background. Also, there's there's like smokestacks constantly going on from the uh, crematoriums and that ah. type of stuff. A lot of context yes. clues that you really got. Yes, piece it's one of those together. type of. So like her mom, <laughs> some of the, one of the scenes, like okay, so like her mother comes to um, see the house, just like. How your parents would come and you like showing off your house. Hey, check this out. See how I'm living and all this. The mother goes throughout the entire house and she's noticing just these little little things in the background that the family just does not react to. And like the mother is just like, okay, that's interesting. And then she she goes down there and she asks about the walls to Auschwitz because like uh, they live they live literally like right outside the walls of Auschwitz. And like she's like. Um, I wonder if there was this woman that I used to know who outbid me for this stuff. And then they're just, she, she show she's showing her the garden and then they're sitting down in these beach chairs. And then you can just hear like gunshots and screams on the other side oh. of the wall. And like, it's, it's not a very violent movie, but like, it's, it's extremely violent. This is the type of movie though. It is like wow. very um, interpretive. Like I said, for a lot of people, you'll get extremely bored by this movie. I loved it personally, like because I I love like artsy fartsy stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's the type of movie where like a lot of people will sit through it for like an hour and a half and not really get anything. But the like you said, the action's not going on in the foreground; it's all in the background. It's all it's everything that you hear: the gunshots, the the lack of just. The way I think he was trying to paint a picture and um, sort of compare it to our society, the way that human beings will just go through their everyday lives and not really worry about the the issues of other people, just how we can how we can get sort of sidelined and sidetracked by our, our own little things, and we don't worry about like the grotesque things that are going on in the world. And you know, it's a beautiful movie though, but uh, yeah, not a not a not a not a fun movie to recommend. It's not one of those types of movies, but yeah, like if you if you love like artistic fare and stuff like that, I highly recommend it. It's wonderful. <clears throat> well, all right. That's <laughs> why so I was oh, like, uh, I don't know if we want to talk about Auschwitz. In the of the <laughs> no, it's, it's it could be interesting. I it, it's interesting, you know. Sometimes. Because, you know, we're too focused on the foreground to notice what's happening in yes, the sir. background. Yes, so. sir. You're bogged down with, like, you know, it's, oh, look good, at Al. it's a good uh, narrative. I'm getting sure. profound vibes yeah, man. going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, how... You notice the car moving, but do you notice the driver? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so Al's on the vape. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, <clears throat> so uh, back to sports. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Jim Harbaugh 
Looks like he's going to the Chargers. the Chargers. He's got Justin Herbert to work with. He, uh, reportedly, he's been he's been uh, like hamming up uh, Justin Herbert for for quite a while. Like people would ask him like about like the young quarterbacks in the NFL. He would always mention like wanting to work with someone like like a Justin Herbert. He actually gets to work with him mm-hmm. right now, so it'd be interesting. Right? So in Michigan, I want to say they named their offensive coordinator who had been the interim when he was suspended. They were just like, you know what? You beat Ohio State. Like, yeah, you can have the the main job. job. That's the main (laughs) job. Win win a couple of national championships and beat Ohio State. (laughs) Beat the Buckeyes. That's rule number one in Michigan. (laughs) Um, Bobby Slowick uh, looks like he might be staying in Houston. Couple of people are staying. Um, ben Johnson as well from the Lions, who all who uh, the Lions OC offensive coordinator always gets tossed around. He was he was getting tossed around for a couple of the jobs out there. The Seahawks job, that's the one. Yeah, he was getting tossed around for the Seahawks job, and yeah, looks like he's um, going to stick around. Like, yeah. Strangely enough, um, Bill Belichick might be staying staying home. home. Apparently nobody wants him because he wants too much power in the it's organization. It's not just that. It's it's Which, also I think um, since Tom Brady left, he really hasn't been able to like. He only had yeah. Mac Jones, so like I don't think that's a real mark upon him or anything like that, personally. But like I think a lot of people are holding that against him. Maybe like um, maybe it was Tom Brady the entire time, or maybe like Bill Belichick just lost it. Also, um, his offensive coordinators. Um, his the people that he has on his team do not do well when they go to other places. Uh, Josh Josh yeah. uh, McDaniel's and um, the other dude from the Lions, um, I forget his name, but yeah, but they don't do too well. So like the pencil guy, yeah, I think <laughs> Josh McDaniel's is the Ray Liotta. Something like Ray that. Liotta. No, it's, it's not it's, Ray Liotta. It's, yeah, it's D something. It feels like Dan something. I forget his name. I forgot what the hell it is. No, the Dan Campbell is the coach. <laughs> the current line. Yeah, no, coach. not that dude. Not that dude. No, no, uh, yes, I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember. He He's playing for, or for the he's Eagles. coaching yeah. for the Eagles. Defensive oh, coordinator for the right. Eagles. But, like, anyway. Oh, I think he got fired. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he's on part, and he's part of Bill Belichick's team. And that's the issue. Like, they, it's a question of, like, yeah. maybe you need to um, change up. Mike McCarthy did this exact same thing. So, Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl with the uh, Packers. He ends up losing his job with Green Bay. And then he ends up um, having to sit out for, like, a year or two just to uh, sort of learn – relearn like the new style in the NFL and stuff. And yeah. They just mm-hmm. don't think that. It, oh, Matt Patricia. Patricia. And, like they just don't think yeah. that uh, Bill Belichick can adapt to the new style. I think that's a lot. And also, like you said, the power, I think that has a lot to do with it. And you wonder like what he would have gained from going to the Falcons. I don't think you want to go to, the, I think, I think the Falcons needs to be like a, a young defensive core, like a young coordinator gets that job. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Kellen Moore or something from the the Cowboys, right? Maybe him. Oh, maybe. Um, or another Shannon. Well, it was uh, Raheem Morris. Yeah. Those guys Raheem Morris got that job, good. actually. 
Yeah, so okay. that's that's who it should have been. Raheem Morris, he he had like a little stint with the Buccaneers and stuff like that back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you 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 don't want to be a big time name and go to the Falcons with Desmond Ritter. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean you got Bijan up over there, but I don't know. <laughs> you got Bijan, you got Kyle Pitts who is woefully underwhelming. Yes. I, I don't even know if even though he has all the yeah, tools. I don't even know if he um, has it. No, you start to question that after a while. It's like if nobody can get it out of him. (laughs) Right. Um, So the Steelers, uh, there's rumor that they are going to hire, speaking of Atlanta, Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Based on... Based on the performance of the Atlanta offense, I'm not sure I like that move. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, 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 yeah. I am unsure. We can only get worse. <laughs> you can stay the same. <laughs> they couldn't get much worse than they were offensively this year. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like one of the only – no, the Falcons – okay, you know what? The Falcons were better than the Steelers were offensively, so there's that. <laughs> But the bar was so goddamn low. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure most high school teams were better than the Steelers were offensively. Yeah, good God, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see, I guess. And then um, Talking about a guy who had Al, a, a Bijan Robinson who just did not use him. Like, Falcons fans right. just ran down Arthur Smith this year, so it's 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 kind of a shocker that he got yeah he got another job so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so and apparently Steelers ownership is uh, getting a little bit vocal, which is unusual mm. for them. Um, talking about how the the lack of playoff wins is not really. Uh, they're not real happy about. Oh, that. Are they feeling the Jerry Jones effect? Huh? Um, they're feeling the Jerry Jones. They're like, We're, we could die soon, and you know, I don't know how many years I have to look at your mediocre <laughs> shit. How about you give me a championship before I fire your ass? Huh? <laughs> now, for the record, the Steelers do have two Super Bowls in the last twenty years. Yeah. Jerry uh, has none in thirty some. So yeah. there's that. But um, hey, but who's counting? They might be, I said they might be feeling. I said they might be feeling the Jerry pressure. Oh, we're all counting. We're all counting. It was 1996 <laughs> the last time that the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. So yes, we're all counting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm counting. I'm counting maybe a, a Mahomes repeat. Uh, not three feet, but a third championship. Right? Is that correct? Oh, maybe? that's very possible. Very possible. So. Oh. Um. Alan, you have in the notes here, Elmo asks, what does Elmo ask? All right, guys. So, you know how we always talk about weird algorithm stuff. So, um, Twitter, uh, Elmo uh, asked on Twitter, and this is actually the real uh, PBS. Elmo, the actual Elmo. Elmo account. Um, Yeah, Elmo, like, na, 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 Elmo's world. Yeah, that guy. He asked, hey, Elmo was checking in. How is everybody doing? How is everybody doing? The replies, how is everybody doing? All the replies, 
Every morning, I cannot wait to go back to sleep. Every Monday, I cannot wait to, for Friday to come. Every single day and every single week for life. That's fucking next post, bleak. Or like next, That's next <laughs> reply. I did not have all of us trauma dumping on Elmo on my bingo card for the year. The second next, reply next was reply. actually pretty good. So Elmo. I'll say the first one was typical like AI dumb bullshit. Well, I think oh these these aren't these aren't in order anymore. These are just all like just, no, I'm just you know, saying like, second one Elmo, was really good. We are tired. Second one was pretty good. I didn't have everyone okay. dumping their trauma on me. <laughs> I'm being Wife left me, daughters don't respect me, my job is a joke. Ask more questions, Elmo. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not tickle me, Elmo anymore. It's I'm at my me, lowest. Elmo. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Elmo is depressed, like everybody else. <laughs> like he, he doesn't want to be tickled. I mean, I expect this for the Eeyore Twitter yes. account, but Elmo. <laughs> Elmo, I just got laid off. We're okay, but why'd you go and make the streets look fun and inspiring? This world don't like us, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um i am regretting asking about elmo i'm not asking. at all like I, <laughs> elmo sold me fentanyl behind target <laughs> elmo how's your day i don't know every day is so bleak and we're gonna die one day have you ever thought about death oh my god <laughs> Uh, uh, and I'm wearing a bright red shirt, like Elmo colored. That's great. <laughs> I was ready for this segment, apparently. In the grand scheme of the universe, our existence is merely a blink, <laughs> devoid of inherited meaning or purpose. We are fleeting shadows in an indifferent cosmos. Kind of true, but sad. <laughs> and and we find and here's the Ricky. Here's the Ricky. Has anyone checked in on you, Elmo? How are you, pal? With that, that with 124, 142,000 views is is a good uh, tweet right there. <laughs> oh my god! All right, all right, all right, all right. Elmo is not getting immaculate vibes thrown out to him. He was trying to get those oh, immaculate yeah. vibes. So Elmo tweeted uh, later on today, uh, wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing. Oh, Elmo will that. check in again soon, friends. Look at Elmo that. Elmo loves you. Look at that. Hashtag emotional oh, well-being. Has- so, you know, although everybody... Everybody trauma dumped on my poor guy, Elmo. You know, whoever was running that Twitter account had to sit through all those uh, notifications and bings and, you know, their poor iPhone was blowing up like, uh, you know, fireworks going off on uh, Chinese New Year, Japanese New Year, you know. San Antonio New Year. Boom, 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 Pasadena New Year. <laughs> Gunshots at 11.30. Like, Jesus, guys, hold on. No, that's just somebody Please. getting shot. The wonderful, the best part of, oh my God. <laughs> the best part about those is those are like mainly AI responses and like AI responses that people don't know. Those are largely like a reflection 
<laughs> AI responses of the general, of the general mood, mood of, the of the population. Yes, that is that is what a lot of AI response is. That's what they filter it from. They filter it from like all oh. of your conversations, all of the things that people are thinking. That's, that's where we are in 2024, guys. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, Elmo got trauma dumped on, but he brought the Immaculate Vibes. Kudos to you, Elmo. <laughs> um, what a wild segment that I thought was going to be very different and that was going to use the segue. <coughs> No. I actually, actually like that. Oh, I, I enjoyed this segment. <laughs> I'm coughing. I'm turning red myself. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, all right. So, existentialist Elmo. That's great. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Elmo and being red, and uh, the Super Bowl is all red. All Everything. Red. It's an Eva Marie Super Bowl. Taylor Swift is firing up that old red song list. As Taylor Swift has made the Super Bowl before Dak Prescott. I saw that. That's I saw great. that. That's a good one. I'm taking pot shots at the Cowboys. Normally I'd laugh, but like, guys. So, okay. So my complaint is not that they show Taylor Swift too much during an NFL game. Because I don't think that they do. I actually don't. I think that that's overstated. But the my complaint is that, my God, the news talking about Taylor Swift going to the Super Bowl, they're like everyone is talking about this. So Southwest Airlines, their flight from, um, what is it, KC to Las Vegas, they, they, they called Flight 1989. Which is a Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. Which is a Taylor Swift album. Also, Taylor uh, is going to be in Tokyo the night before, and people are stressing because they don't know if Taylor Swift, of all people, is going to be able to make it to the Super Bowl. She has a damn jet. It's it's Tokyo. She has, she has her, her own, own jet. jet. She can get some sleep on the plane and well, head to the Super Bowl. What the heck? She will be able to make but it. But see, she that. would – here's the thing, though, and here's where the conspiracy comes in. <laughs> it's a 13 she started, <laughs> she started dating Travis Kelsey. Like, they announced it when they were going to play the Jets. So people started Googling Taylor Swift Jets instead of Googling – does Taylor Swift use private jets to get around the world? You know, she's one of these people moving the green agenda, yada, 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 blah, 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 control of people. So they're worried about tour. She had a big witch. (laughs) Yeah. She had a a big, yeah, she had a big witch, uh, you know, ritual thing like dance routine. So of course there's uh, yeah, there's big conspiracies out there. You know, they might win the Super Bowl. You know, it's all in the plans of, of the of the elite. You know, who knows? It's it's all in yes, the works. The team, the team that but is hold I, on. This team is in there. All jokes aside, they're, they're in their fourth Super Bowl in five years. She just hitched her. There's Absolutely no conspiracy. She hitched her. She she hitched her to a but, to a winning horse. She hitched her wagon to a winning horse. Yeah. <laughs> 
She she saw that jockey riding the horse, and she's like, you know what? I want that <laughs> big fella. That's the First big fella up, I want. Travis Kelsey is in no way, shape, or form the jockey in that. He's he is the definitely horse. the horse. He's, he's, he's more like the horse. The horse. <laughs> <laughs> no conspiracy about that. It's just that you win a lot of football games, you become a big star. You become a big star, then you become in the stratosphere to where you could date someone like Taylor Swift. That's your conspiracy. There's no conspiracy. Right, it's right. just all logic. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you before you uh, go on, um, everybody, like, share, subscribe. Tell everybody about this podcast. We need some help as we need to move into that <laughs> Yeah, I need, to, I, need, I need to get out there and start dating. Like, uh, I need some Tate McRae in my life. I need some uh, Doja Cat, some Dua Lipa. Let's do this, man. <laughs> Stay away from me. Uh, no, we, we will have to fight. It's going to be a Royal Rumble, me and you. <laughs> Bronson Reed, your ass. <laughs> I'm going to JD McDonald on our truth. Yeah, on I'll, br- I'll be Bron Breaker. <laughs> Al, we got to go to the gym every day this week. I got to be able to take Ricky down. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing speed drills i think i could probably take him down on the strength front but i don't know if i got the speed yeah <laughs> oh man so oh. for the conference championships let's go through these real quick we had chiefs at ravens And the best possible outcome as the Chiefs held off the Ravens 17-10. Like, I hope y'all took the under. Bro, holy crap. Uh, Travis Kelsey, who has been just playing just just okay this year, he's still been pretty solid. He went off in this game, bro. Like, he caught everything that was thrown to him. He was able to, oh man, he made that one bro, catch. He was able to box out the defender the entire day. Also, by the way, I think we've been um, mispronouncing Travis Kelsey's name. There was actually a report that came out that Travis Kelsey's dad said that the way that you pronounce it is actually Kels. It's Kels. It's not Kelsey. It's Kels. So the problem with that is, is that I've heard. Travis and Jason both. Say I thought Kelsey. so too. I was like, people have been in a million. Yeah, he's been in the league for like ten from, years uh, now. Like, how are we just hearing about yeah. this? I heard that report. I was like, something's weird about that. I don't yeah. know, but it came from some crazy. But yeah, but three Super Bowls in the last or four in the last five years. I think we would have heard, heard about, about it by now, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, I don't know. I think well, that's somebody... not in the spot. So, first of all, I don't think Dad is a spotlight hog. I think this is, like, one of the first things we actually yeah. hear from Dad. So, it's, like, it was, like, from a podcast that they did with their dad. So, maybe it's, like, it's hey, way, guys. you know, uh, yeah. family history got brought up. <laughs> family history got brought up. And maybe it's, like, hey, you know, did you ever have any anything annoying? Maybe, ha- I don't know, annoying happening. It's, like, yeah, you know, I just got tired of having the correct people of having to say yeah. Kels. Because it's like, well, it has, a, it has an E at the end. How do you, how do you spell it? It's an e. and then, yeah. You know, it's C-E. So it's like, are you are you just not pronouncing the end? <laughs> so I, 
you know, you know how it is. You just have to give in to the mob after a while. Yeah, just go ahead, say my name's Alan. Sure. Yep. He's one of those laid back guys who just like a lot of people will do this. Like they'll just let you mispronounce their name. I let people misspell my name all the time, bro. Like it doesn't matter. It's Ricky. They always go E Y or something like that. I just let it be. I don't care. Like as long as it doesn't mess up anything, it, it could be one of now, those. Now, see, things. I get on people about spelling Brian. No, with I don't. I don't. I will ask people who's that guy. <laughs> I'll just be like, they'll be like E Y. It's like, yeah, it's that close enough. It's, it's okay. <laughs> The, so this game was crazy because the Ravens' defense came into this game like by so many measurements is like one of the greatest defenses of all time, literally. And like they actually showed up in the mm-hmm. second half. That defense actually did show up in the second half. So the Ravens have the highest DVOA ever, which doesn't mean a lot to a bunch of people, but it basically means like defensive value over average which they take all these stats, like three and outs and how good your defense actually is, and they accumulate it to a score. The Ravens had the highest DVOA of all time. And, like, the Chiefs in, like, the first two drives of this game just shredded them apart. It was it was absolutely insane. Yeah. It was ridiculous to watch. Also, Lamar. Lamar played pretty well on some stuff. Um he had a third. He had a third and one that he uh, that he made that he just absolutely blew past and ended up getting like twenty yards on the rush on. But he did have a huge fumble in the game that gave the Chiefs the ball in like Ravens territory. Also, some some good that Lamar did before something extremely bad that he did. So Lamar tosses it up. The ball gets batted up. It's in the air forever. And he catches his own pass, a la Mister Perfect. <laughs> It's about 15 yards out of this. This was, It was so cool. It was such a Lamar thing to happen. And then on the last play of the game, Lamar throws the ball into triple coverage, which was just, just that's also a Lamar thing. So, And it ended up being intercepted. So Lamar had some good, a whole lot of bad in this, in this game, man. Just, I don't, I don't know. And he's probably about to win another MVP. He's gonna. He's in that Peyton Manning territory now, to where he has like a uh, his uh, at least two MVPs with no Super Bowl uh, appearance. Peyton Manning would eventually get to the Super Bowl, but yeah, Lamar, you got to wonder if he comes through because he wins big games because they beat the hell out of San Francisco earlier in the year. It's just when it came down to the playoffs, man. Just mm. yeah. And it's hard to say, like you, like you said, they beat San Francisco. Um, so it's, you, you can't say they don't have the right team around them. But it was like, this defense has yep. been there. And they have the opportune players to make plays, you know, here and there. Um, obviously, the, the Baltimore Ravens were like, I, I saw this curious note that all of the for the culture teams end up losing. Oh. Um th- this was a for this was a for the culture team. It was like this was supposed to be one of you know everybody was supposed to be rooting for a for the culture team brand is a yeah. team that is supported by all Mostly the African American yeah. community. 
Every team um, in the NFL yeah. is majority African American. But but but, but, the, but. The, the, the backlash to that would be the whole way in which Lamar was always taught to be like a thought to be like a running back, but he's actually a quarterback and all this. So I get what they're saying with Lamar. Yeah. So yeah. people like people Yeah. They were everybody was yeah. rooting for Lamar for sure. And the other thing I have to say from this game, the main thing that's not even on Lamar. Like, the game plan, the offensive game plan just went bonkers. Like, they just did not run the ball. Like, they just – they ran the ball about three times. I think Gus Edwards had about three carries in yeah. the first half or something like that. And they no, were good carries. He was getting about six carries, yards too. per carry or something like that. And they just stopped running the ball. So, they never allowed Lamar to get, like, in, in, in rhythm or anything like that. Like, I mean – it's hard though, because like Flowers was getting those, like you said earlier, Flowers was getting those yards. Lamar, Lamar was getting some of those yardage whenever yeah. Flowers got open, and then likely, and I think the biggest effect was Andrews actually being like, yeah. I guess, injured. He he did sit against the Texans, and this game he didn't really have that much of an impact. I mean, this is his mean, first game back from like the game yeah. four. Like he was out most of the is season. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, hey, you know what? And if, and this game is. is also a little bit different. If Zay Flowers li- like just does not fumble the ball, like literally going into the end zone. Yeah. Does he get then, a taunting penalty taunting after penalty. catching they, the ball they like smacked that? Smacked Mahomes in his face. They were like holding pen- penalties. They had so. And the Ravens that, lost this game. Just not like the Chiefs yeah. could have been beaten in this game. Like the Chiefs scored that fumble. Yeah. Going the Ravens into the are end usually zone a very disciplined was team. Was just oh my god, chef kiss. <laughs> as like, a Steelers fan, was, yeah, I know. <laughs> as a Steelers fan with a just straight up hatred of the Ravens. Oh, it was the most beautiful play I had they ever seen. Just the, that failure. the forearm shiver in this game. This like the Chiefs, the Chiefs oh, were to be beaten in this game. I think, and like the Ravens just crumbled. Like it mm-hmm. feels like. I think uh, the script writer sent a bunch of edits during halftime, and they were like, "Man, I guess we're I guess we're not scoring this half either." Because game neither team if, if like the Ravens aren't scoring, you don't have to. Like that's what this comes down to. This came down to like defensive mm. fundamentals. Like that's that's yeah. what this game came down to. Like don't beat yourself. And the Ravens beat themselves. They beat themselves all. This game. I love it. Let's heap more blame. Let's make them feel terrible about themselves. <laughs> the only time I'm looking to be non immaculate with the vibes is when it comes to the Ravens. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so it's really undisciplined. The Chiefs, crazy. Crazy. Yeah, and and Kelsey was getting into some skirmishes and stuff. Like it was like it was chippy. It, it was, was wild. Not, yeah, it was like they were division rivals. Like it was wild. Like I expect that Raven Steelers to be that yeah. chippy. I did not expect that with yeah. the Chiefs. And let's and and real quickly, we have to toss some praise onto the Chiefs because even though they were to be beaten in this game. They're going back to another Super Bowl. Like, no team has ever quite yep. done this. Like, the Patriots did it, but it was over, like, three out of four years. And, like, it, there was a there was a gap in the middle there and then all this other stuff. 
Like, no, dude, this is like the fourth Super Bowl I think that they're going to in five years. And that was like five straight, five or six, five, uh, five AFC championship games in six years or something like that. It was, it's just insane. What well, you know, doing. and it's wild because when Andy Reid was with the Eagles, he went to five consecutive could NFC never get over games. it. Could never get over the hump. Yeah. So, you know, you can count on Andy Reid to get you at least to the and one of my one of my favorite scenes from this game at the end whenever they finally won the game and it was it was it was uh it was it was obvious that they were going to win. Speaking of uh Brian with the big red up over here, he kind of has an Andy Reid thing going on. Uh Chris Jones. I don't have that kind of Chris mustache. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have that frozen mustache with the icicles for me. Chris Chris Jones came up behind Andy Reid and gave him a big old hug, and it, it it made him look so cute because of how big Chris Jones is, and Andy Reid's like a big dude in the way that he, he hugged up on him and stuff like that. I love that image; it's, it's just a really cool image. Of this thing. <laughs> Al, you okay over there, buddy? Oh yeah, Can't yeah. See no, I'm what's just going on? To... But there's lots of groaning and like, like. Uh, Oh my, yeah, my shoulders. Yeah, soreness, everything that we worked out yep. yesterday, the soreness, the soreness yeah. caught up <laughs> to you. So I, it's it's been catching up to me slowly all day. It's just you know I like to feel it here and there, you know. <laughs> yeah, somehow I'm not real sore, which is good. You know, you know we'll get it again later this week. <sighs> but um, oh, then we had game two. Game two, the NFC Championship, um, Lions versus Niners. What a game. So defensive struggle in the AFC Championship. Um, track meet in the NFC yes, Championship. My God. <laughs> <laughs> like the Lions. So the Niners the held them off. The Lions came out in this game. Looking like the team of destiny, bro. They were blowing the doors off of the 49ers in that first half. It was 24 to 7, I believe, in the first half. Al left my house at halftime thinking, and he's like, Yeah, they got this uh-huh. in hand. I'm si- I sit down on the couch because both games I missed the first half because I was. Oh, cooking. man. <laughs> and. So I sit down for the second half, and I'm only kind of half paying attention. And all of a sudden, I look up, and it's a tie game. And I'm like, wait, what the hell happened? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What a a game. I mean, Dan Campbell has been getting a lot of flack in this game for going forward on four down and all this other stuff. I don't get any of that. None of it was on. None of it was on. All of that was normal shit. That was that was all normal stuff. Maybe yep. you could argue that um, a lot of football is about like playing situational football. So like maybe the stuff that you were doing during the regular season, maybe you change it up a little bit during the playoffs. I didn't have an issue with that personally. I didn't have an issue with that. My issue was very late in the game. It was it was on their very last drive. They're so so they they're trying to score, and they're down to the third down. And they run the ball, and it's like a minute, a minute and some change left in the game. And they run the ball. You cannot run the ball in that situation. You have to pass it because if you run the ball there, you have to use one of your timeouts. 
They use their first timeout. That only leaves you two timeouts left. You need all three timeouts to even hope to get like a punt to get the ball back. But like he he just runs the ball, and I, I don't know what he was doing in that situation. That was the one situation where I had an issue with him. Other than that, like in the second half, like Josh Reynolds has some drops and like as clean as they played in the first half, they just did not play nearly as clean in the second half. And the 49ers just knew it. They were like, they came out. So many football games are about like three segments. They're about the beginning of the game. They're about the beginning of the game until halftime. They're about the adjustments after halftime. And they're about how you close out the game. So the four, so the Lions won the first the, that first portion. The adjustments, 49ers killed it on the adjustments. They won that yep, part, absolutely. and they were able to close out the game as well. So they won those two crucial aspects of the game, the adjustments and closing out That's a true. game. And, like, the Lions just could not do that. Mm-hmm. It was just wild stuff. Like, Brock Purdy looked yeah. every bit of, like, a last – last round pick in the first couple of quarters. Then after halftime, he came out and got his swagger back. It was just wild. They started running the ball a ton and just taking care of their business. Brandon Ayuk went off. Debo uh, came alive. It was just, it was crazy. Absolutely madness. Absolutely. (laughs) So we have Kansas City and San Francisco all read everything for the Super Bowl. Like I predicted. So screw so, you, uh, Super Bowl logo, uh, logo uh, theorist. <laughs> so unless unless the Super Bowl logo became such a story that the NFL knew that they had to change it up, they now had to change it. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're an hour in. <laughs> we said we were going to do this one under an hour. We failed. No, we're right there. Under an hour means like an hour and ten for us to be <laughs> for us. An hour and we run on a different yeah. scale of time. So to uh, show off uh, our playoff pick'em, I was one and one this week. Al, you were zero and two, buddy. Nah, I took the underdog, or I took he the, the favorite. Well, you, you took one favorite, favorite, one dog. dog. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, Ricky went chalk. <laughs> or no, he didn't. No, you went one, oh, dog, one dog, one, one favorite. favorite. Got them both right. Yep, and you went 2-0. and oh. So, this is where it gets wild, boys. Ricky, you are 8-4 and four for the playoffs. Okay. Alan, you and I are both 7-5. Oh, and five. I thought we were tied. Okay. Ooh. We're, we're only a game okay. apart. <clears throat> so... It is time for Super Bowl. Picks. No, it's not. No, it's not. We got another week, brother. Oh no, no, no. no, no. We ain't We're no, no, we no. are not picking this week. No. We are taking off next week. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> are we doing a podcast? No. Oh, okay. If we're not doing a podcast, then that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're okay. taking off. Nobody cares okay. about the Pro Bowl. That's fine. We've been going. We've been going every week for a, week for we a year. A we, we need a yeah, break. I got you. I'm totally okay with that. Uh oh. <laughs> so, Ricky, I'm going to give you two important numbers before you make your okay. pick. The Niners are favored by I two. Heard that. I don't. I don't. No, and that's not true. 
I don't even know if that's true anymore. I think that has more to do with the money I mean, situation um, than anything else. It might. I think that's a money thing. I mean, it's yeah. a two-point spread. It's not like they're favored by seven. Like, calm down. <laughs> and the over-under is 47. <laughs> and so what I want for, for us to pick so that we potentially have a yeah. tiebreaker is I need your game pick and your over-under. Okay, so points-wise. Okay. Um, uh, okay. I'll go with the Chiefs. Points-wise, I'm looking at like a 24-21 type of thing. So we're at like around 45. Yeah. So that would be the under. The under. Yeah, I'll go slight. So you want the Chiefs and the yeah, under. Slight under. Yeah. All right. Doesn't matter whether it's by under now. by one or under. under by ten. It's yeah. still under. Um, Alan. Man, San Francis has those weapons, man, and that defense. It looks shaky, but those adjustments work. Kyle Shanahan. My thinking behind that is like San Fran. So San Fran always starts out these games under. And like, I don't think the Chiefs are going to let them come back. Yeah. So I think if the Chiefs are in a situation like the Packers or the Lions, they're not letting them come back. Hmm. That's just my guess on this. So, all right. I'm look, even though Mahomes is my quarterback, I'm going to go San Fran. He's the baby goat. I'm going to go. Yeah. He's the baby goat. All right. I'm going to go San Fran. Bet against the goat, baby. <laughs> okay. And over or under? Uh, what's the point spread? 47. Uh, 27 20, 24 23. I go over. You're taking the over? Yeah. 30, 28, something like that. Okay. Um, so, it's Ricky, it's funny you said what you said about how the Niners start slow and you don't think the Chiefs will let them come I back. I don't. The key problem that the Chiefs have had this year is not scoring in the second half. And so I think that what could happen, especially with that Niners defense, is you could see them come on in the second half the Chiefs continue their offensive woes in the second half, and the 49ers pull this off. And I am picking Niners, and I am also picking the over because I think that in order for the Niners to win, they're going to have to put up 30. Okay, so you guys are going to tie. <laughs> right. That's the thing. If, so if, do you want another, if we're we right, another if we're Who's still tied. Do we want to do that? Is there a tiebreaker? Because um, you guys need a tiebreaker, I think. Just we need we need some kind of let me let me look up Super Bowl prop bets. Yeah. Quick. All right, hold on. MVP. I don't. It would be Christian McCaffrey for the for the if San Fran wins, I say Christian McCaffrey. If for if San Fran wins, because you guys wouldn't you guys wouldn't you wouldn't need it if the Chiefs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Hold on a second here. Are you agreeing about prop bet that's very uh, Brian? You could take Brock Purdy. Um. 
no, I don't like picking MVP. the okay. MVP. I'd, I'd rather have a, a binary okay. prop bet. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's, it could be George Kittle. You yeah, don't know. I, and then what? We're yeah. both wrong. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> so could be Fred Warner. Could be a defensive guy. Um, let's see. Uh, it could be Bosa. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Bosa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I don't know. I'm not finding a good list of prop bets. (laughs) Which, I mean, they they put these lists out every year. I don't know what's going on. I want one that we can disagree on, you know? Um, Do you guys want to go? Okay. (laughs) That's so random. I don't like the coin toss. Who scores the first touchdown? No, no. That's also um, not binary. But, yeah. yeah. Um, here we go. Travis Kelsey receiving yards. This is actually a good one. Um, except I'm not. I'm seeing it for George Kittle, but not Kelsey. So George Kittle over under forty six and a half receiving yards. Al, do you have an opinion on this? One more time. George Kittle, over under 46 and a half receiving yards. Over. Okay. I'm going to take the under then. The under? Okay. There he goes. I'll let you take Kelsey's. Mm. No, that doesn't. It's not a binary bet if I then take Kelsey's. (laughs) We still end up tied if both of them hit. <laughs> All right. There we go. Now we have and Ricky, you. Chiefs and under. If we were to tie, yeah. then you would be tied with us, except for the over-under would, would make you lose. Yeah. Okay. There we yeah. go. Okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure everything's correct in the book so of records here, so that when we come back in a couple weeks, we've got it together. So, let's see here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, Degeneration X proudly <laughs> presents to you. <laughs> Your tag team champions of the world. <laughs> the road dog Brian Henderson. Um, the badass Alan Gonzalez. <laughs> the new podcaster. <laughs> and if you ain't down with that, <laughs> we got three words She's for you. She's based <laughs> We're ending it right there. We're not doing the socials. Yeah, Fuck that's it. Good. That, We're that good. They know. <laughs> Thank you. Get the socials from the last podcast. <laughs>